Welcome back to Voices at Play, an actual play podcast focused on games by marginalized creators played by marginalized people. Today, playing with me, we have Em. Hi, I'm Em. My pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing Luca, whose pronouns are he, him, and Mirabella, whose pronouns are she, her. You can find me on Twitter at SketchmouseArt or Instagram at SketchMouse. Next, we have Rocket Orca. Hi, I'm Amber or Rocket Orca, and I use she, her pronouns. I'll be playing Neri Centralis, the jubilant, using she, her pronouns, and her familiar pearl, the caterpillar, using they, them. You can find me on Twitter at Rocket Orca. And joining us, we have our second guest player, TK. Hey, it's me. It's TK. My pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing Inkame, whose pronouns are also they, them, and their familiar is Azira the Anaconda, who uses he, him. You can find me on Twitter, TK Joins the Fray, and almost everywhere else, or TK Has Joined the Fray. And I'm Cass. My pronouns are she or they. You can find me on Twitter at Cass K Designs. Today, I'm going to be your hosting game master, and we're going to be playing the game Familiars of Terra by Elizabeth Chai Pratikun of Angry Hamster Publishing. So without further delay, let's get back into it. So where we left our adventurous seekers is in a temple city ruins under the ground revealed by a recent earthquake. And the three of you with differing levels of, you know, enthusiasm, uh, were moving towards this rustling sound in one of the wooden stalls and Luca had just stepped around to see clearly and to see this large pterodactyl perched on some books, trying to sort of rifle through some others with its little clawed uh, hands. And as you came into view, it stopped and its head turned around and it looked at you. What do you want to do? Is it so? Is it just staring at Luca now? Oh, uh, it's staring at you. And you have one moment. You see its its mouth opening. It's going to do something. If you want to respond, I'll give you a moment before it uh, acts. <laughs> I, um, I think what Luca does is kind of whirl around so that he can get out of, like, I'm imagining if, if this is like an open doorway to the stall, try to back himself up against the wall so I can't see him anymore. <laughs> Uh, so you, you disappear, and you hear the pterodactyl make a, like, kind of sound. Alright, at, at that, Luca will peek in to the, uh, the stall. Excuse me? <laughs> um, it cocks its head and makes another, like, and it picks up, um, a book in one of its, like, main feet. And then just sort of stares at you, waiting to see what you're going to do. Puka's going to look at what the pterodactyl is doing, going through a pile of books. Like, um, what you read in there? (laughs) Hey there, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, try to make conversation. Like, uh, you've got a lot of books. What are you, what what are all those about? 
I think when you say you've got a lot of books, it like flattens one wing over it as if to hide the books. Oh no no, it's okay. I I also love books. Um and opens up the uh the messenger bag and starts like pulling out some of his favorites. Uh what do your books look like? Um some of them are probably like fantasy novels while others are um like field guides to plants, so probably have like diagrams of like herbs and uh things that you would grow on a farm and like some things that would grow wild. Uh, I imagine the pterodactyl looks at like one of your fantasy books and uh it lifts its like three big claw sort of like towards your book. It can't it's not long enough to like grab it from you, but it's like holding it out and sort of gesturing. Oh, you wanna see this one? Sure. And uh Luca will hand it over and at the same time kind of like lean out to look at the others and be like there's a pterodactyl that likes to read in here that's all <laughs> that's not strange or unsettling i'm sorry did you did you say uh, i'm sorry i just could you start that sentence over there's a pterodactyl like the kind like the kind of inther and he's just looking at a lot of books huh well is it dangerous I don't think so. Did it leave the paw print? Uh, does the size of this pterodactyl look like it might match up with that paw print, or is it much smaller or wrong shape? <laughs> uh, I'd say it's much smaller. Cool, cool, cool. Its biggest claw looks like about maybe the size of two palms, definitely not a meter across. No, it's not big enough to uh, leave that paw print. Well, it hasn't eaten us yet. That's a plus. As you two are talking, um, it suddenly pokes its head up over the stall. Like it sort of like puts one of its winged arms and sort of levers itself up so it can see both of you. Um, and it looks at you two. And then it looks at Azira. And it starts making loud like cawing sounds. Mirabella is going to make clucking sounds back. Uh, you know what? Mirabella has stats, right? Uh, yes. Let's see how charming Mirabella's clucks are. Oh, they're not going to be very charming. (laughs) Okay. Um, Oh, I got a three. And um, her charm is a five. (laughs) So she is being less bossy than usual. Um, She's clucking at this uh, pterodactyl. Uh, The pterodactyl stops calling and it sort of looks at Mirabella. And then looks at Aziri, and then back at Mirabella, and sort of sees that Mirabella doesn't seem disturbed by this really, really big anaconda. Um, and it's going to, Luca, it's going to try and reach for, like, your book bag with its long beak and try and, like, kind of pull it off a little bit. Oh, wait. Uh, you want more books? Um, well, you can't have all of them, because some of them are library books, but Luca will just start taking out books and stacking them on the table. <laughs> like, is is there anything you want in particular? Uh, every time you put down a book, it sort of grabs it and throws it under its wing where it's hiding all the others. Oh, you just want many books. Okay. Um, looks, looks to the others like, please help. <laughs> I can't give it the library books. Uh, I... I... I mean, if it's just collecting books, like, it's not threatening us, should we just move past it? Leave it alone? Or maybe look in its... Maybe. Uh, I certainly don't think it's worth getting into an altercation. 
I do want to know what I was reading, though. It it could be some like it could be a book that nobody's seen in a really long time. And Kame and Izira will both like level a glance, just like, really? Are you are you willing to chance that against getting eaten? <laughs> I, I imagine Luca's gonna look down at Mirabella and she's gonna shake her head. <laughs> Like, this is a bad idea. Yeah, Neri's in the back just shaking <laughs> her head. No, no. Let's just, let's just leave it to its books. Oh, okay. In my opinion, it's, it's minding its own business, really. We're the rude ones. Okay, then, um, well, in, enjoy your reading. We'll leave you to it. <laughs> and Luca looks a little bit sad at not getting to know what that book was also does not want to fight a pterodactyl for it yeah a pterodactyl <laughs> on a subway with its headphones in yeah <laughs> it's like maybe we should mind our own business um where do you go so this was in the archway room right is this through the archway well pterodactyls what do we know about pterodactyls in general would they live somewhere where a giant like monstrous creature was so you would know that pterodactyls are probably from Inther, mm-hmm. and because they have dinokin. So uh-huh. you would know that there are some big dinos. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it would make sense that maybe there's another dinokin in the area. Cool, 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 cool. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah, so I guess do we... Uh, can I look around and see if there are any more um, footprints or paw prints, rather? Yeah, that sounds like an investigation. Um, so let's see how your awareness does. Okay, awareness. Let's let's uh, do this poorly again. I believe in us. Ugh, finally. So my awareness is a nine, and I drew a three of spades. So in this sort of marketplace slash stable looking place um you see a lot of pterodactyl prints and um you notice that it looks like uh when they touch the floor in certain places it's almost like a charcoal or a burned mark in the size of their paw or their little coffee okay um and you notice i think on the wall probably some little monkey, you know, muddy prints. Little monsters. And (laughs) you see near the top of the archway, uh, as you're sort of looking around, um, you see what looks like a monkey print, but it's much bigger, like maybe like gorilla-sized. And as you're looking at it, you notice it's grabbing on to an overhang that seems to be part of another, like a second level uh, or a second floor. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, are there are there stairs or whatever to get up to that second level floor? You don't see any stairs in this room. Hmm. In uh, Kame, will will point out the the second level and uh, and. Uh, what do you think? Well, we want to get up there. We can't do this. Hmm. How long is Aziri? Is that how you say, her, say his name? Aziri? Azira. Um, Azira. Oh, boy. How long is a typical anaconda? <laughs> Good question. It's probably like 15 feet. A female 
female is 15 feet and okay. the male is okay. 10 feet. Okay, so Azira is 20 feet long. Long boy, danger needle. Would he be able to <laughs> kind of scope out what's up there? Would he? Is it too high? Hmm, I don't think so. I don't think it's too high. So it's about 14-ish feet. So can he do a, a slither? Yeah, a slither up. Um, yeah, so he uh, sort of slithers up the the wall can sort of peek over and um i think what happens is i imagine you're watching him oh check yeah. this out um you see lights flashing um across his face and he sort of pulls back as if um his eyes are hurting oh no oh. well don't just sit up there come back down uh, he comes back down, and I think he actually slithers into, like, the jungle underbrush a little bit and curls up a little bit. Oh, no. What a whiner. Well, he can't expect me to baby him on every adventure. I just feel bad because I, I I suggested that. And now he's got her eyes? Oh, he's fine. All right. <laughs> Inkame says, even though Inkame, like, kind of, like, crawls under the underbrush with Izira and, like, like... Does like a little a little massage on on Izira's head? Oh, oh. He, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just like flicks out his tongue a couple times and sort of like oh. leaves into you. Yeah, who's my precious danger noodle? Oh, you see on like his I guess snout. Um, there's a little bit of what looks like glass, like um, almost <gasps> like dusting. So not anything like big shards, but a little bit of glass dusting on his face. Oh no, I'm a, I want to boop his snoot. Oh. And brush the glass off. Uh, he, he likes uh, can I booping. examine it at all? Or? Um, yeah, I think that, I think that might be a wit. Oh, okay. That coo, 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 Um, so I have nine in wit. Drizaw. Let's see if I ruin my life. I sure didn't. Not this time. Ha ha. Got a four hearts. Excellent. Because we're, cause we're besties. And um, Mikami, I'd be interested in where you've, you've seen this before. Um, and you recognize that it looks like um, sort of the debris from mm -hmm. like a flashbang, which you know is there ever since the war is completely restricted like no one is supposed to have weapons or explosives of any kind um uh. so interested in finding out like where Nkame might have found this before yeah where would Nkame have like studied weapons before or been exposed to them uh Nkame Nkame's title is the scourge um and I chose wisdom which is doing what needs to be done doesn't always make everyone happy i i think that inkame has uh in their youth engaged in some very unsavory uh sales that would make a lot of sense yeah i think that they that they sold some things that they aren't super proud of but sometimes you need to do things that you're not proud of in order to make a better life so you, you have that memory a little bit as you're sort of brushing off um, the the debris from like a flashbang grenade. Okay. This is... 
Well, I don't suppose any dinosaurs or dino kin would be using flashbang grenades up there. My experience with dino kin says no. Um, but I've already forgotten his name at the beginning, but Silverpaw's owner said something about other people potentially coming down here. Oh, right. There were, there were other, yeah. What if they beat us here? What if whatever's making the tracks belongs to them? Let's be honest. Possession is a very strange concept. It may belong to them right now, but there's no reason to believe that it should belong to them when we're climbing out of this pit. Oh, okay. And Neri just confusedly nods. If So it's, it's possible they've set up a trap up there and um, Luca points at the, the next level of this place. Hmm. Well, we've already got the drop on them, so to speak. They may not be expecting us. Perhaps we keep an eye out. Should we still try to go up into the second level? No, probably not. <laughs> okay. Just, just, <laughs> just, just throwing it out there. Just yeah. asking the questions. And Kame like looks at the companions and then at like their familiars, and is just kind of like, mm, I don't know a lot about either one of you, but I. I'm questioning our our efficiency in battle now. <laughs> Danger chickens only go so far. Tiny glowing worms only do so much. <laughs> oh boy. So, what do you propose? Did the marketplace continue? Um, or was the second level the place where we, it the only way to leave it? Um, there was... If you kept going past the stalls, it looked like there was a door. So like in the, the sort of marketplace area, and then there are the stalls, and then there is a sort of shadowy door at the end of that. Well, our options are limited. I think that's the way we'll have to go if we want to avoid the trap. Yep. Um, so you go sort of back into the area where the stalls are, and you feel that, uh, that humidity and that warmth uh, coming up from the floor again. Um, and when you get to the door, you can feel sort of heat coming from the other side. It's a very, like, standard door with, like, a, a doorknob that you notice it's wooden, not metal. Um, and it looks very intact compared to a lot of what you've seen so far. Hmm. Anyone? Are we, are we trying the door? <laughs> no, or because, are we... Yeah, we go test the door. It's not locked, is it? No. Uh, when you put your hand on the door, the pterodactyl's oh head pops up, um, and it's sort of watching you, and it oh. shuffles over a little bit behind you. Um, you notice it's still kind of clutching books under, like, one of its wings, but it just sort of looks at you expectantly. Oh, um, hi? I don't suppose it has a key? Oh, the door was unlocked. Oh, fantastic. Did you want to come this way, too? Uh, is addressing the pterodactyl and, uh, Luke is gonna, like, nudge the door open to see if the, um, the pterodactyl's gonna go through with us. No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't make eye contact. Uh, Don't invite it over. What are you doing? <laughs> as soon as you, like, turn the doorknob and slightly open it, the pterodactyl kind of shuffles past you, like, to elbow you a little bit out of the way and goes in and just pushes the door open. Excuse me. Wow, rude. 
Uh, and the door opens and it sort of shuffles in. And then when it gets out of the way, you can see um, it's a, a square room. It's definitely warm. There's like a steel obelisk rising up in the center. And scattered around it, you see the remains of a desk and two chairs. Um, and it looks as if there was a blast explosion in here. And the pterodactyl is sort of just shuffling around, poking at some of the debris. It just looks like it was somebody's study once. Hmm. <gasps> oh, no. I wonder if this is the person who owned this studies. This was their familiar. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That is sad. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Friend. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I gave it stink eye. <laughs> oh, no. Can we tell where the, like, based on the debris in the room, can we tell where the blast came from? Like, was it maybe, like, more stuff was strewn to one side, or, or is it just all evenly strewn about? It looks like it was centered on the obelisk. Okay. So kind of the center of the room. Hmm. Does this obelisk look like it's something that was not like an intended part of the room? Or was it like built like the room was built with this in mind? Luca, actually. Um can you give me a wit check? Wit check? Okay. Uh I have a four and Luca has a ten in wit. Excellent. And so, so it's success, I think. You recognize the shape as You've read about um, ancient computers that were these as large as statues, and they uh, were he- used often by the monarchs to store information. Hmm. I think when he realizes what this is, Luca's eyes kind of light up. Um, I I don't know exactly what to call this thing, but it is it it's basically a wealth of information. Um, it's it's kind of like having a library, but in in a statue, I guess you could say. Hmm. Well, how would you get it out to use it? Like books and stuff. I don't know if Luca knows that. <laughs> I feel like Luca's got like just one hand in the air, like he was on a roll, and then you asked that question and you just stopped. <laughs> like I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to to, to do that to you. I was just genuinely cu- curious. I know. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I don't have a better answer, but it's just this thing is fascinating. I huh. uh, is it dangerous? Uh, I, I suppose it depending on what information is stored inside. Um, well, what happens if we touch it? I don't know. I guess we could try. Let's let's touch this thing. Right, <laughs> all on, three on gather. Three. <laughs> all yeah. three of us. <laughs> I'm ready. Luke is gonna count off the three and put his hand on it. Okay, but when like Luca counts off to three, and Kame like waits a half second oh! after just to like watch them put their hands on it. Wow! <laughs> Did they die? Um, <laughs> Did you touch it at the same time as Luca? Yes, I did. <laughs> what a good friend! E- exact same time. Our heartbeats were synced um, when we did it. <laughs> so you're you're reaching out perfectly in sync, and there's like almost a slow motion as you reach out, and you see the obelisk, uh, like starts to light up with uh, words as you're getting closer, and you hear the pterodactyl suddenly like make a 
kind of muffled sound as if it got like hit a little bit. And a person throws themselves out of the rubble and like sort of smacks your hands. Uh, it says, no, no, it'll kill you. <laughs> uh, and you see the pterodactyl was knocked aside and it gets up and it screams at this person and sort of starts lunging towards them. Oh my gosh, like, Inkame, like, does a little, like, silent shriek, like, <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> will, like, just, like, instinctively, like, slap at their hands, just like, you scared me. <laughs> yeah, um, Luca's gonna recoil and also turn and try to figure out who, like, who is this person that just burst out of rubble, and why is... The pterodactyl is so flustered about this. Incredibly rude. <laughs> uh, oh my god. My heart. As you say that, incredibly rude. Um, yeah, the person... Mirabelle's probably also pecking at Luca and be like, don't touch things you don't know. <laughs> uh, the person, like, after slapping your hands down, tries and, like, hides behind you, Luca, and Mary is the pterodactyl, like, screams and sort of flaps its wings at it. You absolutely earned this. Um, and you can see that they are um, youngish, like maybe old teen, like 18, 19. And they're wearing the red and black uniform of Plinth, who you know are the people in the north who started the Great War. Um, mm -hmm. You can see that their Rude. uniform's been shredded a little bit. They've got like a scratch on their face. They look pretty beat up. Um, and they're kind of, they're behind you and they're kind of trembling and they're like, no, no, keep it away. It, it tried to kill me before, but please, you have to help me. Do we, do we, is that a thing we have to do? And like, in comment, we'll like look at their companions. Like, is this, do we actually have to do that? Is, well, first off, who are you Address, uh, near you addressing the, the plinth, uh, youth? Secondly, why should we care? Uh, they, they look, uh, an area and say, uh, I'm a Shiro pair, um, though I'm also known as CT44897275474278794. Um, most people call me pair. Oh, boy. So. Oh. Pair, mm. okay. When you say most people, do you mean all people? Well, I mean, before I ran away, they called me C244897275474. I'm not gonna say the whole thing every time. Um, Rattles off a serial code, uh, but 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 I'm not I'm not a number. I well I want to be a person, but if they're gonna take me back to Plant, you have to keep them away from me. I can't go back. I deserted. it. Do you know what they'll do to me? Not great things. Uh, I just don't. I don't feel like we're hearing enough about why we should care. Hair sort of looks at you, um, and you can tell that they're very stumped because like. They don't know either. This very much seems like a you problem. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm good with computers. It didn't kill me. It would have killed you. He sort of points at the obelisk that's still like the words are still scrolling up and down the side. And I know the direction the others went. I bet. I mean, Ooh. I bet. I think they're treasure hunters. If I could show you where they went. Or when you say the others, or the did you? Desert from the people who came here, down here to to race us to the thing. No, they're. I think they're in third. They have they have Dino Kid, like that monster. 
and they point at the pterodactyl, who's, like, still kind of trying to look over you two, like, its head's going, you know, over one direction, and then over the other, and still sort of squawking at him. Inkame's gonna slap his hand. <laughs> Just like, don't point. He's, uh, I, I wouldn't call him a monster. I, I, how long have you been down here? I don't If you're not... I, I don't know. Uh, Sevens has been bringing food, so... It, it must have been a couple days. Hmm. Mm. Why did you come here again? Did you say that? Didn't hear it. But why? Well, I thought, well, I heard that that there was something here that was valuable. And maybe if I had it, somebody would, would give me somewhere to stay. Because I can't, I can't be sent back. But I don't have anything. And, and no one's going to help me without something. That's that's why I turned on the computer, but there is a virus and it will boom. But that 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 was rare. Usually usually I'm good with computers. That that was very rare, very freak accident. Um, mm. Mm. But why why are you here? May I can help you. I'm sure I can help you. Oh, Luca's gonna look to the other two. <laughs> and Kame is very like, mm, I don't know about this guy. Mm. But at the same time, Nkame is very, like, a selfish person, like, very self-serving for themselves. So they don't exactly go out of their way to help other people, generally. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's something that the other two should definitely bear in mind. So we do a group huddle. Do, like, a five-foot step aside from this kid. Uh, I mean, we're here to get relics and artifacts. And he said he could help us at least evade the other group that's here. Maybe he could use the computer to help us figure that out. Oh, what if it uh, explodes again? It already exploded once. What if it does it again? <laughs> well, maybe we could like be behind the door. Okay. Just peeking in as he does it. But I mean, honestly, we don't even know if it exploded true it just i mean but kind of look i mean this is kind of a room that looks like it's an explosion has happened so well, something had to happen could have been him you mean he just he exploded or he exploded wait i'm not i'm not making the kitchen could have been purposeful hmm i don't know seems young yeah and scared and scared very scared if they're hmm. a deserter then uh yeah I don't know what you guys know about the plinth, but you don't, you don't desert. And the fact that he is here, he, I mean, that says something. Ugh. Fine, I suppose we could always afford another charity case. Is Zero like, <laughs> looks at the other, at the others kind of like, which, what do you mean uh, another charity case? Like, which one's the other charity case? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Luca. <laughs> it's it's probably in Kame. <laughs> it's all of us. All right. Thank you. Let's 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 ask for his help. He'll help us. Uh, what about the uh, the? Do you think the pterodactyl is somebody's familiar? Because Para did say that there were some anthrofolk here too. I do think that it's considerably more helpful than the deserter, but we can't force it to come with us. Okay. Well. Um, well, we can at least talk to Para about the computer and uh, maybe find out more about if we can trust them, if 
they're truly not with Plinth anymore. All right. Who wants to give them the good news? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Please pick me. <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah. We do a, yeah. a group five foot sidestep back towards him. Yeah. And Kame will approach Pear and just... We have graciously allowed you to join us. If you betray us, then Izira will devour you. Uh, while you were talking, he was kind of doing, like, trying to keep the obelisk between them and the, the pterodactyl. And so they've kind of been, like, running around the obelisk a little bit. Um, and when you say that, they, like, turn and they say, oh, thank you. And they, like, give you a tight hug for a second. And oh. then put oh, you between them no. and the pterodactyl again. <laughs> Oh, physical contact with another creature. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was, was that against regulations? I don't. I don't know how it is down here. Absolutely against regulations. Uh, you will be reprimanded sharply after this. I'm so sorry. It will not happen again. You see, I'm. I'm usually a good rule follower. I mean, and then they sort of stop as they think about what they've probably done the last, you know, <laughs> week or so. Except for the desertion. Yeah. That. It. Well, so um, what what's my mission? What what, what do you want me to do? Uh, Inkame did not think that far and kind of like looks over their shoulder at like Luca is just like uh okay um so you said that this this is a computer here we can't touch it because it's going to kill us. Yes, it's a very advanced security system. I'm not I'm not quite sure um, but I just need a little time. I'm sure I can make it. Less dangerous. Um, yes. For sure. Absolutely. I will succeed at that task. Okay. Um, it would be good to know what's on it, I think. And none of us can do that. So that might be a job for you. Um, and just out of curiosity, is there a reason the pterodactyl's so mad at you? Did you try to, like, take any of the books? No, I, I'm not a thief. I've never steal. It's... It's an inter pterodactyl. It's probably raised to hate Flint. Okay, just just checking. I didn't know if the pterodactyl was if he touched his books. Maybe I thought about doing that, and then it would have been a very bad idea if this was how he reacted. No, I, I think I think it's I think its friend said it was supposed to get me, but then there were books, oh. and it got distracted, and then I hid, and then it couldn't get in the door because its claws, and then the Pear makes, like, a motion, like it has claws and can't open a door. Oh, okay. Well, the pterodactyl also did get distracted outside, so <laughs> I guess don't feel too bad. Uh, he, he nods and says, can you, can you get it out of the room and then I can try and make the computer work? Oh, um, I'll try. And then Luca's gonna take out a book from the mobile library. <laughs> <laughs> Go walk over to the, uh, pterodactyl like hey you wanna you want some new reading material like try to slowly walk out of the room with the book and like lure it out what kind of book do you use to lure it um imagine it's like a an adventure fantasy novel oh my gosh i hope it's a trashy romance novel oh uh, yeah it can absolutely be that oh my gosh i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> uh, pterodactyl's like oh i haven't read this one yet no, it looks so epic. It definitely follows you like a dog following a, a treat. And it's sort of like lured out. And it's like turning its head, trying to get a better look at the cover, trying to see. Um, and it sort of is trying to claw at it to get it from you. 
uh, and Pear slips back in um, and studies the obelisk very intently. And let me see how Pear's wit goes. Okay. I'm actually going to pull a card. This is so rare. So they're going to need a 10 and got a 5. So uh, you see Pear circle around it and study it and focus. Um, and then they go and they hold their hands close to the obelisk without touching. And you see them, it looks like sort of like making different symbols and tracing things. Um, and the obelisk, the scrolling stops and a sort of just line of green text appears. And you see pair sort of study it and look and nod and say, I think I found it. This, I think this is a security code for a vault. Um, they, they said, let me see. Um, I think it seems like this is a ledger or a balance, like for a bank. And if we find bank. where they, they have their main vault, I think I have the code to get us in. Fantastic. They beam at you like they've yeah, never been and happier. Yeah, Kami is like all in. Like, yes, tell me about this bank vault we're going to break into. <laughs> um, I see. Let me let me see. Um, it it says something here. It says a name. The name is uh, Asha Atmaja. Does that mean anything to you? And mm-hmm. they look at Akame because they are convinced you are the source of all good things. Splendid work. This was very well done. Thank you. What's my next mission? I will succeed at that one as well. Uh... <laughs> Kame just, like, looks at the group, like, looks at Luca and Neri, just like, ah. Uh... I think Luca's outside with the pterodactyl oh, having cool. a book club. <laughs> looks at Neri. <laughs> it's just like, Neri's like, you have too much power over this young boy right now. Um... I mean, I guess the next thing we need to know is where the vault is. If you have the code and the name, snap to it. Where's the vault? Yes, I shall succeed at this task. Um, and you see them look around for a minute and says, Sevens, where? Oh, okay. Um, okay, we, okay, we're in the computer room. That's like a study. And they're sort of talking to themselves as they walk out. And this, this is like a marketplace. And uh, they walk out back to, like, the main jungle room. And let me see. Their awareness is not as good as their wit. So let's see how well they do. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. boy. They needed an eight and got a seven. So oh. they are very cool. inspired. Um, they go out to the jungle area. And they point at the uh, great wall that all of the monkeys have been climbing on. Like, the far wall. Mm-hmm. And, and say, well, I mean, I know something about security, and I think that looks that looks like it's trying to keep people out. Perhaps that's where they put the valuables? And they turn and look at you, Nakame, like they're waiting for something. Uh, is there anything that Nakame can do to, like, uh, sort of, like, think about this and be like, yes, that seems reasonable, or no, that does not? Yeah, I think, um... Probably a wit, like a wit test. Neat. All right, I need a nine, so hopefully 
It can't rain all the time. Oh no, this is a problem. Got a ten of hearts. Um. <laughs> so, I believe you. <laughs> Seems reasonable. <laughs> I mean, there's a wall, and it's a grate, and it's keeping you out of somewhere. So, it's definitely a barrier of some sort. I hear what you're saying, Pear, and I like it. Um, your lashes will be reduced by half. <laughs> oh no. Um, they 100% believe you. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's very gracious. Um, I shall prove my worth in this next mission. I know. Shall, shall I scout ahead? I would love nothing more for you to scout ahead. How old does this kid look? Like maybe 18. 18 old enough to, to join the army, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys have passed by the uh the marketplace, right? With the pterodactyl yeah. stall. Yeah. I think as you as you guys pass by that, Luca is probably like trying to distract it with one book and like lean behind the counter to see what its other books were about. Oh my gosh. Uh, um you see them run across the jungle. There's a lot of stumbling. Um, <laughs> oh they needed goodness. a seven on their agility and got a J, a Jack. Um, so there's a lot of tumbling and stumbling, and you hear like angry uh, Golden Tamron yells at it at, at them. Um, oh no! And you see the great like I think you can't see clearly that far away from Pearl's light. But you see that the grate starts rattling a lot, and um, you hear them yell, I think there's a door, but it looks... I'm sure they're fine. Uh, uh, Commander? I think you... Uh-oh. And Tom, I forgot it was them. You just hear, like, nothing else after the uh-oh. Uh, that, that sounded fine to you, right? When Luca hears uh-oh, he's gonna stop trying to uh, spy on the Pterodactyl's book collection and go rejoin the others like, uh, what what just happened? Uh, well, d- he ran off. They ran off. Oh. Oh, boy. Very mysterious. I tried to stop them. Oh, my goodness. Neri is just so anxious right now because... <laughs> She does not want to speak out against Nakame, <laughs> but is internalizing this intense presence that comes from Nakame, and it's just like, what? A, who have I been traveling with for the past three weeks? <laughs> Look, they're they're an adult. They made their own decisions. I didn't force them into the jungle. Oh no, that poor boy. I'm sorry. I I'll go look around for pair um because mirabelle if if he's if they're stuck somewhere mirabelle can get him out um and they're just, just gonna walk ahead with the chicken just to be sure we should probably check up on them yeah uh, let's let's go find the door that they found and hopefully they're still alive just so long as we're all clear that this wasn't my fault <laughs> Okay, and Neri's shaking her head at the yeah. same time. <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen a snake roll their eyes? <laughs> Zira's just like, oh boy. 
That's rough, buddy. <laughs> Azira has formed shoulder somehow and shrugs them. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like, wow, this sounds rough, buddy. <laughs> so were all of you moving in the direction that he disappeared in? Yes, I think so, yeah. They're good. Mirabelle will take points, so Mirabelle can uh, clear any jungle that might be in the way. Um, so you're sort of clearing the jungle, and you get to the far wall where you see, basically from floor to ceiling is this metal grate, and you can see there are a couple sections about, like, waist level where it looks like um, there's some hinges as if it should open. Um, and you see one of those has been burst open and like crumpled. And Pear is there sort of on the ground staring up into the face of a triceratops. And seated on the triceratops you see a man who's wearing very ragged clothes um, and is glaring down at Pear. And when you sort of get closer, uh, he looks at you and uh, says, All right, Peony, we knew they'd come. We can't let them get it. And the Triceratops sort of like huffs and squares off in your direction. Uh, oh. You've been listening to Voices at Play, building a table for everyone. Join us in the next episode for the conclusion to this one-shot. If you've enjoyed the game we're playing, and it sounds like it might be a good fit for you, please check the links in the show notes and on our website where you can find a direct route to order a copy for yourself and get playing today. Voices at Play is completely not-for-profit, but it does incur costs. This show is brought directly to you by the generosity and support of listeners like yourself who support us on our Patreon. $1 pledges are the lifeblood that make this project work. So if you're able, please head over to patreon.com forward slash voices at and pledge to join our little community, working to make the tabletop role-playing space a more diverse, vibrant, and inclusive place for all. Until next time, we'll just keep on playing.